Hi, I'm JR. I played Mizzer Snowfang, an ancient oath paladin. Mizzer is a bra, which is a race unique to Vrath. Uh, Mizzer was taken to the Feywild as a cub, and as a result, he's much more carefree. Hi, I'm Ashley. I play Nerea Stonefury, an Eldritch Knight. Uh, she has a complex family history that mostly revolves around death, which has hardened her outlook on life. Hi, I'm Jerry. I'm playing Tristan Vestor, a.k.a. Stormmane. He's a Tempest cleric, uh, raised up among a group of mercenaries, been kind of hardened to the world, and kind of skewed his opinions of the people around him and their motives. Hi, I'm David. I play Jerome Magnuson, a Circle of the Land Druid who has an interesting relationship with time, giving him a unique perspective on things. And I'm Jared, a.k.a. DMF, and this is Dark Hounds, a 360 D&D actual play series brought to you by Game Master Studio. <laughs> so, with the, the last phrase of, he'll have to do, you all wake up. You're all laying down in cots. It's a, it's, it's a bright room. You all of a sudden, it's as if you've just woken out of you know this this deep sleep. You're a little disoriented. Uh, it was a very uh, if you've ever woken up from a dream that was like seemed very real, as if you know. I I don't. I personally have woken up in a dream, and then actually woken up. So it was like waking up twice, and it was very like disoriented. It was one of the most confusing you know like mornings I'd ever had because in my dream everything was very realistic, but things that were different. So when I woke up, I'm just kind of like, did that, wait, did that really happen or did that not really happen? <laughs> so those, that's the moment that you were all having. Like, you know, I, I mean, I know that we were, I was just in a memory. So I was like, you know, for some of you, it was like you were 10 years old again. For others, it was just a few years ago. For others, thousands of years ago. But it, was as, it, felt, it feels as if it was just yesterday. You're waking up. You're completely disoriented. I text storm. <laughs> I'm confused <laughs> with hugs <laughs> uh, you quickly see several uh, clerics and physicians uh, different uh, healer types there's a variety of different uh, what you all quickly assess to be some sort of you know like a uh, healer in the room you see clerics you see uh, those that have studied anatomy and just general medicine you see uh, someone that you Witch doctor, maybe you know, like there's there's a, a variety of people in the room. Just stay calm. Just it's okay. You you've been out for a little while. Just stay calm. Stay calm. Just breathe. Just don't don't get up. Just, just... I'm getting out of bed and so the yeah. Yeah. I mean <laughs> staggering a little bit and also you know pushing away those who come to attend. I stretch like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's the equivalent of like some nurses in the room. So for those of you who go to get up, they'll they'll help you. Like just well, I mean we won't stop you, but if you want to just take it slow. Take don't it touch slow. me. Be oh, I don't need okay. your assistance. I don't need okay. help. I accept right. no offers. Okay, uh, make a note. They're all highly agitated. <laughs> okay, just and I thought I'd be the grumpy old man. <laughs> stay, just be calm. Be calm. We're all friends here, and you hear uh, the sound of Agatha uh, in the corner, off to the you know off to the side in the corner there. Just uh, just. Look, everyone, just be calm. I, I, I'm, it's Agatha. I know we haven't known each other that long. We haven't, you know, but just be calm. You're safe. You're you're at the guild. Just you, just, you look around the room, and 
as you start, yeah, like as you start to take stuff, you know, inventory, the four of you are kind of grouped together. Your cops are kind of basically in a row, you know, with room to walk in between. Uh, then you hear a this violent scream happen in the corner, and you, when you look over, you see Ascot's body, and his back's arching up off the cot. His eyes are like wide open. He's screaming this blood curdling scream. And then he goes limp. I'll rush over there. As you rush over, so does pretty much the entirety of the room. There. We're losing him. Oh my God. Like, you know, it's, it's like basically code blue in there, you know, just we're losing. Oh my God. You know, you see several clerics, you know, weaving some sort of variety of healing spells, you know, some, everything from like basic cure wounds to, you know, like healing words and all kinds of like different, you know, basic, you know, healing spells to some more complex stuff, lesser restorations, greater restorations, you know, for those of you that recognize, you know, the different variety of, you know, divine magic, you know, there are, you know, actual physicians and, you know, and healers in the room that are, you know, like they're checking pulse, they're looking for real breathing, you know, they're, they're, you know, trying to do CPR, like there's all kinds of stuff going on, like we're losing him, what's going on, what happened, what happened, he was fine, they were all fine just a minute ago, you know, he, he was just like the others, what, what's going on, what's going on, what's I'll, going on? I'll be over there essentially doing the same thing, but I'll be specifically saying, be like, oh, come on, Scott, don't give in to it, we've had this conversation before, don't do it. Meanwhile, the witch doctors, I need the tongue of an ox and a virgin goat. Stat! <laughs> I need a pot of boiling water. It's actually, it's actually, there's like, there's like a witch doctor, and then next to him is like someone like, you know, a doctor's coat and a witch hat, and they're just like, what he said. <laughs> uh, in the, uh, in the opposite corner from Ascot, towards the, uh, the entrance, uh, of the room is Orion, who's standing there, very stoic. And for those that, you know, give you know the, the, the moment to pay attention to Orion, he's, again, just arms crossed, very stoic, you, like this hint of sadness on his face, staring in Ascot's direction until finally his head kind of slumps a little bit. And he turns around and he walks out of the room. Uh, Agatha, see, you know, as she also, you know, she notices uh, Orion leaving the room, she's like, we'll give you updates when we know more, sir, you know, just... And she goes over to uh, kind of... Put, she tries to put herself between those of you that haven't already gone over to Ascot and Ascot. Just give them room to work. Let them let them do what they can do. You know, we have the best we could find. There, you know, we have a variety. You know, if anyone can help them, it's the people in this room. Just, just let them work. Ascot made his choice, and then I'll walk out. Uh, for the the those of you that are still in the room, again, his eyes kind of pop open. His. Uh, uh, the eye, his eyeballs kind of like just sheen over with like this liquid kind of black as he screams another time and then goes completely limp yet again. And you hear several of them just like, he's gone. There's nothing. I don't, I don't think there's anything we can do. I don't just, what do we do? What do we do? How do, how, how can we fix this? One of the uh, presumably one of the clerics in the room like, I've never seen anything like this before. Like, this is just like, we've been confused though, for months. I don't, I don't know. We just don't have enough information. Months? What do you mean months? Uh, Agatha quickly walks over to you. I think we should go into another room and, no, no, and talk no, no, about no, no. what's, what's going on. You're playing with devil magic here. Fiends are playing with his soul, so that is where you stop. Do you understand? You heard that? 
get to work. Several of the clerics start weaving uh, the, like, there was like some of them were mid incantation they stop like their spell and they start weaving different magic. Nagatha is just let's let's let them work. We appreciate the you know the information. Let's just let them work. Let's go in the other room and kinda of talk about what's been going on. We need to give them we need to give them some space. And she'll try to escort the three of you that are still in the room out. You're like, this is not my stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so she'll uh, take the three of you out. She'll grab Mizzer, who's already out the door, and bring you all to another room and explain the situation. I keep feeling like I have to burp. Like there's a lump in my chest and it's like an aggravating to grab out of So. First, I'd like to say that I'm glad that like, at least the four of you are okay, and I hope the best for Ascot. Like I said, we have the best we could find in the region, in there working. We have clerics, we have a wizard in there, we have a variety of different healers. Orion spared no expense, called in favors. He's surprisingly attached to you, to all of you. So, if anyone can fix them, we really hope that the people in that room can fix them. That being said, you've all been out for quite a while. It's been weeks, uh, bordering on months, that you've all been unconscious. I don't know what you remember, I don't know what happened, but you all, I don't know if you went to sleep or passed out, but that first, after that first day, you, we went to check on you to bring you some food and supplies, and you were all in a coma. It was morning. They, the, the, the first morning, pulled us into a, a mental trap, illusion. And to be bluntly honest with you, right now I'm waiting for you to offer to save Ascot. All we have to do is accept it. She just has this puzzled look on her face. What's he talking about? <clears throat> uh, I already said we're doing everything we can <laughs> for him. <laughs> well, um, I had a fun visitor in my brain as well. We, uh, memory hopping and he decided to try to sell us something, as those fiendish devils are wont to do. Uh, I assume all of us uh, turned him down. So he was very poor in the customer service end of things. Uh, but perhaps Ascot, with his predisposition towards uh, things of a darker nature, might have uh, swayed his decision a little more. That was our concern. We were able to... There it was. <laughs> uh, we were able to, sadly not as quickly as we would have liked, discern that this was some sort of effect from your visit to the Nine Hells. I mean, we quarantined you for a reason. There seemed to be like this black tarnish on some of your souls or this, this piece inside you was, was off. And again, as you had mentioned, the 
predisposition that Ascot had, so to speak. Pre-existing condition. Yeah, his pre-existing condition, his, uh, his medical records <laughs> indicated that he was a little more uh, susceptible to the situation. But, but do keep in mind that without his aid at the time, we would not have even found this cave. So it, it was with his help that we were even able to rescue your friend. And we do not judge him for his, you know, predisposition to the situation. We uh, consider him, you know, an equal member of the guilds. You know, we you know, orient things highly of all of you and, you know, Ascot included. You know, again, we have the best of the best in that room that we were able to get our hands on on this kind of short notice. So don't think that we're writing him off or that we consider this, you know, if... God, you know, gods forbid that, you know, something is to happen to Ascot that don't think that we that we take that lightly or that we're okay and he's an acceptable loss. That is most certainly not the position. Uh, but we do need to inform you that, again, you've been in a coma for several months, all of you, and in that time, there has been a lot of movement, so to speak. So uh, we're gonna let you get your rest, but uh, there's much, definitely much to discuss. Miser's stomach rumbles very loudly at this point. <laughs> Months, you say? <laughs> and I'll just uh, head out to the tavern. To the... Right. So I'll go. Okay. <clears throat> Tristan looked like you wanted to say something a couple times there. Still not convinced that it's not just another layer. Mm-hmm. I will also. I. I mean, even though out of character, I kind of understand what's going on. In character, he's worried that's the case of like, oh, now you're free. Now you okay? You gonna you gonna you with us now? Yes, I'm with you. Thank you for accepting me. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's the the waking up from a dream into a dream, and that's what you know he's kind of worried about, which is also why like the you know no, don't touch me, don't help me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the trick within the trick. <laughs> a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. <laughs> Just say the word yes in any context. <laughs> Which is why he's been saying no. No, I don't believe you. I'm not going to. So yes, Agatha will let you all go about your business however you'd like to relax, unwind, feed yourselves, and indulge. She informs you that you have free run of the place you can eat, drink, and be merry. You can do whatever you'd like to do. Just try not to break the place. And Orion will meet with you all in the morning. And we'll have a little boardroom session and discuss what next steps to take. And I will, um, I will go straight to the bar and I will order a bottle of wine because that is what Ascot drank. <laughs> head out into the woods for a while so I can say some silent prayers for my friend and... Hopefully, help from that angle. Okay. Eventually, heading back to the tavern. Yeah. Train for a while and then head into the tavern as well. Okay. I'm going to go get my axe because I'm going to assume that we didn't have it in the infirmary. (laughs) We're unarmed. Um, And right now, I don't feel like walking around without having a weapon on me. And the the bracers are the holy symbol if, if I didn't have those as well. Yeah, those are actually still on you. Yeah, but yeah. Your uh, 
Your axe is uh, not on your persons. And... I'm actually going to go into town. Well, you know, leave, leave the guild. You need to go into town. Just to kind of... Guys, you G-quit! You G-quit! <laughs> Step outside of the guild <laughs> and go into town. You know, kind of to interact with the, the people and kind of convince myself of whether or not this is real. Okay. So... Because until I'm sure, the guild can't be trusted. <laughs> Uh, Neria heads to the grounds to train. Uh, you kind of keep having like these flashes of that moment where you're able to see the face of your uncle's killer. You know, kind of that dramatic TV moment where like they're training and you know, or, or you know, fighting or whatever, and they just keep having that flash. It's like, ah, oh, if only I was stronger. Oh, if only I could have been there now. You know, if only, you know, I could go back and fix this. And it's just kind of. It struck a nerve, but at the same time, you actually have a little bit of almost peace in the sense that, you know, like, you no longer see this thing, this person, as, like, a monster. You know, as a child, they were the monster that killed your, you know, your uncle, and now you know that they're just a man, which makes you both angry and happy kind of deal. Like, you know, you're angry that, you know, it was just, you know, it was a, a man that killed your uncle, but happy to know that, you know, now you can maybe try to follow that path and, and, and seek revenge and, you know, maybe avenge his death. As the you, 80s, beat, you can kill it. As the 80s montage music slowly builds in the background. <laughs> uh, Misery, you go out into the woods. Find a place that, uh, you know, makes me happy. Yep. No uh, place in particular, but that's where I'll start praying. And spend a couple hours out there, you know. Okay. And praying and for your friend and getting rid of the worry, going back to the uh, fun, love, and misery. Yep. Trying to embrace your inner child. Right. Everything will work out. Tristan, you go out into the town. Yeah. Talking with the peoples. Um. It's more just kind of like you know wandering around, in and out of shops, just kind of being around. The being peoples. there, like keeping an keeping an eye out for you know where like. Uh, I know, like, the reference is, is normally referred to as, like, pulling the thread. Like, is there something, is there, looking for things that seem out of place. Right. You know, where's the imperfection that you can then kind of use to unravel it? Because if you can't find it, then there's, maybe there's nothing to unravel. Right. He still needs to convince himself of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you wander around for a little while. Uh, make a perception check for me, since you're looking for threads. Um, 19. Everything seems to be as it should. Yeah. Every now and then you you have that moment where you're like, oh, okay. Which is no, no, I remember him. <laughs> that seems like an abnormally dark. Oh no, no, there's just no streetlight over there. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Okay, I walked past the alleyway, and then the same guy just walked past the alleyway. Oh yeah, that's right. He has his twin brother. Oh hey, it's it's the third of the Anderson twins. Never mind. <laughs> I was suspicious when there was two of them, but the third clears it all up. <laughs> uh, Jarell, you go down to the the tavern, and Bartog goes to pull out a uh, jug of uh, mead for you, and then you ask, but you ask for the wine, and he kind of stops. And like, oh, 
Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, here you go. Hand you a bottle of wine. No, head over there. Like, he, at first he goes to hand, like, grab a glass for you, and then, yeah, you're probably just gonna want the whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it is what I ordered. <laughs> Doesn't mean you can't have the glass, too. Like, let me know if you need any more. Uh, told to make sure you get whatever you need within reason. Drinking straight out of the bottle. <laughs> just sit down in the middle of the room somewhere. So while you're all in your respective uh, areas, kind of sorting through what just happened, kind of you know coming to uh, accept the whole situation, but not the entity. Uh, Orion makes his rounds. He starts with Mizzer. Finds me in the woods. He comes out and finds you in the woods, sir. You kind of hear this light footstep approaching you. Doesn't sound like it's trying to sneak up on you. Doesn't really draw, you know, like you know, you don't get like that tingle on the back of your neck, like something's trying to sneak up in you know, and and surprise you. Do I recognize? But it's a very smell? soft foot. Uh, make a perception check for me. Uh, How about a ten? Seems vaguely familiar. Do I think that I could sneak up on him and get the pounce on him? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You know, even with the obvious attempt at uh, turning it around and lighting the mood when he comes out, obviously checking on me, I'll see if I can't get the pounce on him. Okay. At so least yeah, for a while. Uh, light footstep, you seem, you, you, you kind of sniff. Pretty sure it's Orion, you know, definitely someone from the guild. So you kind of uh, have that kind of like Batman-ish kind of moment where all of a sudden, like, you, you know, we, we see you sitting there. And then it looks away, we see Orion approach, and then we look back, and you're gone. And then all of a sudden you come pouncing up out of the, you know, out of nowhere, and you know, kind of tackle him. <laughs> and like, during the roll of you pouncing him, he quickly uh, wild shapes into an equally sized polar bear. <laughs> and we just see this like blur of like white fur, like kind of tuffling around <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see that you've never, you don't lose your uh, your sense of humor there, Mizzer. <laughs> One day I will get the drop on you. <laughs> I expected you to be distracted. Uh, I was more worried about you being distracted. Uh, I've come to grips with the day's events, and it somehow will work out. It always does. I've you... spoken with my goddess, and she's helped put things in perspective. You have a admirable quality, sir. You uh, try to look on the bright side of things. I hope you never lose that. But it has been a trying, trying time with you all in the coma. And I just wanted to make sure that uh, you and your compatriots are okay. I understand that what's happening with Ascot is concerning. Yes, I'm sure that uh, while we will be okay, we will never be the same. Yes, that's... Events like this have a way of leaving scars. Exactly, yes. Scars are... They can make us who we are and make us great, but they can also break us. So I want to make sure that we will all rise above and not break. So... Well, there is no need to worry about me, Orin, but thank you very much. 
I will escort you back. So you escort, uh, so, yeah, just, you know, making light the... talk, telling him about, you know, Al Nude, about the face, how seeing the Fae again kind of made me long for home, but brought up a lot of confusion and weird emotions, because I know I have a home here as well, and family that may want to see me at some point, as I saw, like, my father and the mm-hmm. message, and I'll tell all that to Orin, and okay. kind of go through some of the myriad of emotions that I'm working through. Okay. Yeah, so you guys have this really nice chat, uh, kind of like, you know, very friendly, almost brotherly kind of chat. He, you know, understands what, you know, how you're feeling, and he's very supportive of, you know, like, yeah, I hope that, you know, you get a chance to go back to the Feywild and kind of see some friends, but I also hope you get a chance to, you know, to meet your, you know, your real family again someday. And uh, just really trying to, to get, you know, you can tell that Elrian's trying very hard to, to, to bond with you and to also just to, without keep saying, I hope you're okay, I hope you're okay, but to really just assess, you know, whether or not you really are okay. Mizzer's great. He's great. He's looking forward to some honey mead. And when <laughs> I get back, I will, of course, get a barrel. Okay. A barrel with my friend Jorel. So yeah, you go over and sit down with a, a barrel of uh, drink with your buddy Jarrell and Orion kind of veers off and starts walking down a hallway. Nirgis in the training room. Yep. She is lost in her own thoughts, you know, throwing out, you know, doing your sword kata, going through some training motions, you know, kind of doing your thing. Might begins to shine playing in the background really yeah. loud. <laughs> I need a hero. I need a hero. <laughs> she's gotta be fast and she's gotta be quick and she's gotta be ready to fight. Uh, you know, throwing off some random cantrips here and there, you know, practicing it up, you know, doing your Eldritch Knight thing, you know, uh, you know, working on your mixing in magic with combat kind of deal. And you go for this nice big downward, uh, you know, kind of slashing attack. You can just feel that you're like you're putting every piece of you know of might and power into this, and you feel the air breaking and cutting you know around the blade. And all of a sudden, the blade stopped, and you just see Orion. How you doing? Good. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to like start <laughs> you. But, uh, I just I thought I'd come and check on you and. See how you're doing. I know that you guys have just uh, went through something traumatic, and I wanted to make sure that my people were okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like, let's go of your sword, and it's like, okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> want to make sure I didn't break it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I just talked with Mizer, and he kind of walked me through what happened with him. Thought I'd see if you're okay and everyone's gonna have had their own experiences the the summation that i'm kind of getting so yeah uh, i brought back to see my uncle's killer and he's a man and i have nothing to fear anymore oh okay so this was a kind of a good experience for you i guess in a weird sort of way. Weird way, I guess. Hmm. I mean, takes all types, right? right. <laughs> 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 uh, so you 
your uncle's killer was a man. That's that's good. He's looking like a man. He's going to do that, but we did that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought I was some kind of human, but uh, now, now I, now I know. <laughs> Knowing is half the battle. Yep. That's what G.I. Joe said. <laughs> well, uh, maybe when things come to a little bit of a, a calmer moment, maybe we can have you sit with some mages and they, you can kind of describe what he looked like and maybe we can kind of get a, a feel for what this person looks like and you can, you know, have an image uh, magicked up. So maybe we can search him out. You know, once we, once we can get, you know, what's in your head and someone else's head, maybe we can scribe for him or something. Um, you know, that, I don't know. It's just an idea. I'm trying to, I'm sure I'm trying to be helpful to everybody right now. Yet, so. yeah, no, it's an awkward turtle moment. Yeah. So. Well, uh, Jarell and Mizzer are in the, the dining hall, uh, drinking some sorrows away or just having some fun. Uh, when you're done here, I uh, just thought I'd let you know that that's where they are. Uh, we're going to have a, a, a chat tomorrow, everyone. We're going to war room and, and figure out what the next step is. A lot's happened while you were all sleeping. So, uh, yeah. And sorry for startling you again. I hope your sword's okay. Yeah, I, I think you're... Turn around and it's okay. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Thanks. We'll see it later. Yeah, <laughs> and we will jump over. Yeah, he walks out of the room. We cut over to Tristan, wandering town. You see, uh, you're kind of, you know, as you're kind of like walking around town and kind of doing your thing, looking for threads to pull, you haven't been able to find any quite yet. You keep thinking you find a piece, but it's just you kind of, your paranoia kind of <laughs> kicking in for the most part. You see Orion walking down the main street, doing everything he can to just like seem casual. Casual and just like, uh, observable so to speak just like i am not trying to hide i am sne not sneaking up on you i come in peace he's dancing lights literally dancing yeah, just like covers himself you know he's covered in fairy fire basically yeah. just walking down the street meanwhile over on the store for at the store front Couple of people watching. Say, who is that nonchalant chap strolling down the street? <laughs> <laughs> who is that flaming man with the master plan? Orion. Show now. <laughs> hey, Tristan, how you doing? Just going around checking on all my people, trying to be calm. I'll survive. Well, I'm sure you will. You're a survivor, but I wanted to see how you're doing. I'm more worried about my people. As am I. I'm uh, trying to go around and make sure you're all okay. Not just physically. I know physically you're technically all okay, but make sure that you're you're mentally... They won't admit it. 
Mizra will hide it behind a joke and I'll laugh. Nero will pretend there's nothing wrong and everything's okay. And Jorel will act like it didn't face him at all. Sounds about right. If Ascot were here, he'd be freaking out. Probably also right. Oddly enough. He's, he's always kind of puzzled me that way. You know, deals with demons, but freaks out over the drop of a hat. Yeah. Again, I guess, like I said to Neri, I guess it takes all sorts, right? <laughs> Demons are predictable hats. <laughs> you watch out for those things. <laughs> Tricksy. You notice how he doesn't have one? <laughs> Everybody else does? Or, well, no. <laughs> Add me. I thought you had like a hood. No, 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 it's hair. <laughs> hair? Hair? I have a hood on the cloak, but it's down. Uh, Yeah. He was really just a kid, and I don't know if he ever should have been mixed up in all of this. Well, that's on me. There's not much uh, I can do except to try to move forward and make amends wherever I can. It was my, uh, my guild that I'm responsible for that, that pulled them here. I mean, you were already here and a member, but the others were drawn here by the the emergency protocols that I requested to be put in place, so that's on me that I apparently should have put an age restriction or some sort of restriction on who could be pulled. <laughs> Is there a min-max age restriction? <laughs> Over... 25, under 3,000. <laughs> well, drills out. <laughs> time over, goes. 20, over 25, but under 4 million. <laughs> time goes, yeah. time rewinds. Alarm, alarm goes off. Ascot wanders off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you doing, Tristan? I see you're out here observing the people. Trying to feel like you're a part of the world again? Maybe? I don't really know what happened in there yet. Mizzer told me his what happened with him. Nerea gave me a summation that she learned some information. Probably much the same, just... Trying to pressure into conceding to a deal mm. to give up to it. Yeah, deal. I can see why it was hard for Ascot. He'd already given into one. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be back in shape in time. Okay, well, the others are at the, the tavern finding some solace and bottom of an empty glass. If you're interested in joining, I suspect Neria will be joining soon. Mizzer and Jarell are there. Uh, we'll be meeting in the morning. Well, not first thing in the morning, but we'll definitely be meeting tomorrow to uh, have a war room and figure out where to go from here. There's a lot to fill you all in. I'll give you your space. Turns and like you can see him go out of his way to kind of like 
slump his shoulders, put his head down, and kind of like shrink his form a little bit and just kind of <laughs> not physically, you know, not like magically, but like actually, you know, like just kind of takes up less space and kind of walks away as, as humbly as his back to you can appear. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. Till eventually the door to the, the, the guild opens into the, the dining room or the, the tavern part of the, the guild. And you, miserable, are drinking there. And Orion approaches the table. Hey! Orion, hello. Jarrell. I see you have your coping mechanisms. Coping mechanism? No, no, this is in honor of Ascot. Um, may he recover. Wiggly. Barkeep, another. Mm. Yeah, get him another one. Sure. Yes, uh, I've been given word that Ascot, uh, they thought they lost Ascot there for a moment, but he is, in fact, still with us for now, anyways. They're most certainly not out of the woods, but they were able to pull him back. He's <clears throat> what he should be. I hate to have to go in there. <clears throat> Deal with it myself. Yeah, me too. Uh, I have to say of the four of you, uh, you're the one I was the least concerned with, and that's not to say that I care the least towards you, it's just I know that you've suffered loss, sadly, uh, several times already, and you've had a long life, so I assumed you were probably the, the most equipped to deal with the situation. But if you do need to talk, I'm I'm here. I know that you and Ascot were fairly close in the time that you were together. I just I just saw the struggle of the warlock mentality within him. As I once had a warlock friend myself, I understood what he was going through. So. Yeah. So. Is there anything that I can do to help, or anything you want to discuss? What happened to you in there? Well, um, perhaps you should auto-drink for yourself, and I, well, since I guess the, the common theme was it was in our memories, I decided to take him on a little journey. I mean, I've explained to you the time when I unfortunately <laughs> witnessed those I cared about die before me. But I decided that, well, he didn't know about this memory, so he and I sat down and I said, you can hang out in here with me for another few thousand years. It's up to you. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna need a drink for this story. Yep. <laughs> he orders up a drink. Bartok brings him over a big old uh, stein, starts drinking away, lets you tell his story, or tell your story, I should say. Like, so, you basically, like, won through attrition? Is that kind of like what I'm getting at here? You scared this fiendish entity with time? Like, that doesn't usually happen. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't say I've heard that one before. 
Well, I... Perhaps it was a series of events, perhaps that... I called his bluff. I told him that... Uh, I had him try to give me as best of a recall of his of my memories as he thought he had. And, uh, he couldn't do it. So, I took him through a couple of parts of my mind and then allowed him to sit down with me. He didn't uh, take that very well. It was unfortunate because I had plenty of time to kill. Hmm. Interesting. Uh... Yeah, so you've all uh, had quite the adventure. I don't want to get into what's been going on here. Uh, right now, I want to give you all your space, so I think I'll let the let you all kind of... Oh, but why? We're all just such, such odd situations, I'd say. You might as well hang out with the bad myself. Yeah, I, if you want Mizzer, I, mean, I can hang out and drink some more. I mean, if I'm gonna drink, then I should, you know, really kind of sets the stein off to the side and kind of pulls this little flask out of his... <laughs> I mean, just a few nips. It. <sighs> All right, yeah. So... Fiends in your memories trying to make deals and... Man. What have I gotten you guys into? <laughs> Nothing I've never seen before. Hmm. Well, not everyone has your perspective, Jarrell. I keep hearing that phrase. <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> Do either of you want to join? Yeah, I'll come in and <laughs> so, <clears throat> which night? How many training dummies did you tear through? Um, hundred. <laughs> 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 yeah, she's getting pretty good with the sword. I mean, she's been pretty good with the sword, but she's getting pretty awesome with the sword. Felt that. I got a little cut. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't supposed to come out condescending. Uh... It was supposed to be a compliment. Like that, that scene from the second Matrix. Yeah. See, he's just a man. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have the oh crap moment, like, drop. See? <laughs> he still stopped it with his hand. <laughs> Is Tristan going to join so at any point, sir? Or, or um, I will definitely be returning to the guild hall. Okay. Um, I'm actually, rather than going straight to the table, I'm going over to the bar. Mm -hmm. Speak to the bartender. <clears throat> Uh, because I right now I'm more interested in food than in drink. Okay. So, Miser's drinking have, his food. <laughs> have something carbs <laughs> made up, and uh, and also uh, something for kind of for the rest of the table to split. 
as well because they're probably not thinking about mozzarella sticks because <laughs> they're probably thinking about hey let's get drunk and not hey we need to get our strength back after a month of yeah being in a coma yeah coma so food <laughs> again month and a half in a coma Woo! <laughs> so a cat now. <laughs> Dozed off for a couple minutes. Uh, yeah, so Bartog goes into the bag, comes back out. We'll have some food up for you in a minute. Uh, it's funny uh, that you should uh, not go straight to the drink. Like your friends, but I commend you, sir, for being a for being a wise soldier. Uh, Orion did ask me to give you all these to help out, just in case uh, the situation that we assumed would be the case for all of you, of you know going straight for the drink. He hands you a little berry. Uh, and then he's like, ah, which reminds me, I forgot to give these to the other ones that actually are going to need these. <laughs> and he kind of <laughs> runs over and is like, for you, and for you, and for you. And Orion's like, wait, why did they not all have them already? Yeah, yeah and Orion <laughs> just kind of gives him this, like, <laughs> you're supposed to do that before they start drinking, but yeah, better late than never. Thanks, man. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, Terrell knows what that was. I don't know who who's, you know, familiar with Goodberry or not, but that'll, that'll get you some nutrition in you, in you, in you. So, uh, we'll have some more for you in the morning. You're gonna need it, I think. Yeah. Bartok comes back, you start to smell some, some deliciousness coming from the back room. Bartok exits, comes back with this big old plate, it's like this roasted friggin', uh, roasted chicken, all kinds of, like, vegetables and stuff, you know, like this, on this big platter. Uh, do you, you want a bunch of plates? Uh, you want me? I can get some more whipped up for you if you want. Uh, <clears throat> I'll take the food over if you want to bring a few plates for people. Okay. So bring it over to the table, set it down. <clears throat> Comes over a few minutes later with some, some plates and, and plateware and dishware and silverware and all the other kind of ware that you might need. Orion. Hell yeah! I mean, by all means, if those of you that are actually want to eat and not just drink, then please do. Uh, I think the four of you should have take some time and venture, you know, vent, bond. I think it's it's team building time. I'm gonna exit. I got some things to do. I'm gonna make sure that I have all my ducks in a row for in the morning. Touch bases with that. The, the, the dwarvish thing to do is apparently toast to, to your comrades. So, to, to ask out and make his condition improve and we see him again. On the field. Flasks up. Ting. Uh, yes, yeah, Agatha thing. Ducks. Rose. Leaving? We'll see you in the morning. Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. Walk it off. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of stumbles up the stairs and disappears back into a door. 
And the four of you sit at a table drinking with a giant platter of food in front of you. Telling stories of war. Who's sure. your buddy from mine? <laughs> this guy in your college. <laughs> this one time at Fay Camp. Shoo! Glaric, why so grumpy? Worry. Worry can get you nowhere. But at least I won't wake up on over. Mm, neither will I. Because <laughs> you're not going to bed. <laughs> you'll wake up drunks. Good hydration, perhaps a jog. Get some muscles back in these legs. That'll be good. So we're going to uh, go into a cutscene. While you're all sitting around drinking, 